podcast has bad words. <laughs> Here we go, Patreon. What's up, y'all? Once Thanks again. so much for your support. Seriously, like it's blows my mind. Like the support we get on Patreon, I'm I wouldn't support us. I don't know why everyone <laughs> else does. <laughs> no, seriously, it means it means so much. Thank you so much. Us. I'm a patron. I know, me too. <laughs> I signed up three thousand times. <laughs> Uh, That's a lot of work. You had all these dummy accounts. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Finding pictures from the web. All right, y'all. Before we dive into our surprise questions today, let me get my timer started here. Um, and before we talk about our least favorite things, mm. which I'm looking forward to talking to you about about that, Ryan. Do you have any of your least... Do you own any of your least favorite things? I guess, yeah. by definition, you have to own least favorite things. Yeah. Like if you own 100 items... Uh, items 99 and 100 are your least two least favorite things, yeah, right? Yeah. By definition, or at least that's how the English language w- works. While we were taking a little break here, Ryan was giving me grammar lessons, so <laughs> it was nice. Before we talk about those things, let's read some more about less. Ryan, the article I have here today, the reason we have our computers out is this article is not really printable. No. We'll put a link to it in the Patreon show notes, though. 31 affordable things from Amazon you'll actually want. <laughs> you know, you sent me this... And I thought it was a joke at first. This one's, uh, yeah, BuzzFeed article. Uh, what's the, the subtitle here? You don't have to spend a fortune to find an awesome item. But as I was scrolling through this, I was like, oh, crap. Like, I actually own some of these things. <laughs> well, let's go through this list then, All one right. by one. And so here's the thing. I disagree that you'll actually want. No, these aren't 31 things that I want. No. But some of them have done two things. One, I'm like, I, I, that would actually be useful. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them, Ryan, I they they... They triggered this faux usefulness in me. Yeah. I justified. Like, oh, maybe I I think that would be great. Well, dude, the first one on the list is this swiveling three outlet plug, so you'll never run out of plugs. I actually it looks, I, I own this. It looks <laughs> It looks awesome, man, because it's like oh you got the USB plugs there. Um at our in our apartment, we actually the plugs on our wall have the USB on them. Oh, wow. And they are super convenient. Mm-hmm. But it's like when we travel, I mean, this might make my life a little bit more convenient, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, for me, it's not going to, uh, it's not going to do a ton. But I will say that we've been in a coffee shop and they've had only one out- outlet available, or we've been at the airport, they've had only one outlet available. Mm-hmm. And I do remember you pulling this thing out. Yeah. And it totally like helping us out in a bind. Yeah. And, and I think that's the thing. When, when I travel, I often use it. I don't use it really ever at home. Mm-hmm. But it's helpful. It's uh, made by a company called Belkin. But again, perfect illustration. Something that adds value to me probably wouldn't add value to Not you. Much, yeah. So I own it. You don't. What about these miracle fruit tablets? Well, actually, this is what this here's what's funny, Ryan. <laughs> what the hell is a miracle fruit tablet? Uh, this is number two on the list. <laughs> here's here's the other thing. This is the third category on the list, and a lot of these are where I said, "What the hell is that?" Even oh after God. reading the explanation, yeah, I still didn't know what it was. So this is an Imberry tablet that will change the way you taste food. So um, uh, I a few weeks ago, Ryan, for almost a month, you remember I had uh, hypermiasma. I think is that what it's called? Hyper osmo. Uh, os- anyway, <laughs> I was tasting. I was tasting and smelling things really funny because. Oh, oh yeah, the- yeah. So I have E. coli, right? Mm. And it's been screwing up all my hormones, mm. and. It, it there was a two to three plus week period where I couldn't taste things appropriately and everything smelled weird. Wow. I hope that's not what these Imberry tablets do. But wow. here's what it says on the box. Experience something truly amazing. Okay, you've got me so far. Imberry tablets transform ordinary foods 
into the extraordinary. All right, you lost me. And they didn't. They're not capitalizing M Barry, which really frustrates me. <laughs> M Barry is all natural. That means nothing. Mm. And made from the finest selection of miracle berries. I had no idea there was such a thing as miracle berries. <laughs> Ryan. Oh, turn straight from Jesus himself, miracle <laughs> berries. Turn on your taste buds and seduce your senses. What does it mean? I, I kind of... So this also... Like, what do you, like, chew on this? Like, while you're eating broccoli to, like, make the broccoli nut taste like as chocolate, bad? like chocolate, I guess. I have no idea, man. Oh, man. It seems like voodoo. Um, this person said, I bought them last Christmas as presents for friends, and they were so freaky. I drank a Dixie cup full of apple cider vinegar. Why? And it tasted like... Well, I have that before meals to, oh, to help with my stomach acid. I guess Mariah, actually, she does, a like, a tea where she puts some apple cider vinegar in there. Yeah, I just do a, a shot. It's always bitter and, and terrible. Actually, I have some here in our storage closet mm. um wait, wait don't tell later. anyone we have a storage closet chug 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 <sighs> all right um uh it tastes uh, apple cider vinegar, vinegar tastes like a really sugary juice and i ate an entire lemon and it tasted delicious it makes me want to try it but i don't feel like i need to upgrade my taste buds <laughs> you don't want to turn on your taste buds i already think you don't want to seduce your senses ryan i already think everything tastes delicious mm, yeah i am a fat kid at heart i was a fat person most of my entire life and i my problem is that my taste buds work too well right now and and so no i don't want your Emberry. Next thing, number three. I can't believe this is number three on the list. I have no idea what the hell this is, Ryan. Can you help me out here? The Nicolas Cage activity <laughs> book to help you get straight A's in school. <laughs> and then look at the cover. What's it say? Please file an alphabetical order. Snake Eyes. And I'm hoping Cage. that Jordan oh can put God. this on the video version. Like, just have a little... With each item, you can like put it on the screen, maybe like a little picture, dude. This is. Uh, let's just move on to number four because I have no idea what that is. Snake Eyes, a Nicolas Cage activity book. Oh yeah. my God! Look at this unicorn downing a bottle of wine. Number four, the unicorn wine bottle holder that will help you achieve peak grapeness. Okay. Don't no, know what peak grapeness is. Okay, so maybe they're talking about storing the wine bottle correctly. And what I see here is, I think that is how you're supposed to store a wine bottle. So maybe that's what they mean by that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean at that angle. All right, let me just say it's this. It's very, very aggressive, this wine. It holder. is. He's deep throating <laughs> this bottle of wine. Oh my god. And here's the thing. It's tacky as shit. Yeah. It's so tacky. Number five. The Ryan. Fur remover broom. <laughs> the fur removing broom. Dude, this might be good. Like if I I don't have any carpet, but that actually I mean, I could see where that would be useful if you have a lot of pets. I mean, right. I don't like, you have a cat that sheds. Yeah. And so this could actually be useful for you. This is one of those things I know wouldn't be useful for me. Mm-hmm. Although Bex and Ella both shed a lot, man. Yeah. I well, you got hardwood th- floors too. So Yeah, I don't think I need the broom for that. No. But it also cleans windows. Here, here's a problem I have. I start. I like when things are sort of multi-purpose. Before this started, though, you had baking grease on your computer and you were joking like, yeah, I just used this to put on top of my pan as a lid <laughs> to my, my crock pot or yeah, whatever. you know, to keep the bacon from splattering. <laughs> right. Uh, some things shouldn't be multi-purpose right. that they report to be multi-purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to clean my windows with the fur removing broom. Probably not. No, number six is the, the pop socket. The pop socket and the spoonerism will be the sop pocket. <laughs> <laughs> the po- okay. I've seen I've seen these on people's phones. I actually uh, uh, used one um, when we were at Collins' events. Uh, I was taking a selfie with someone and they had the little 
little thing that goes in the back of the phone to help hold yeah. it for selfies. I it mean, seems, it works. It, it works okay, decent. but I don't take a lot of selfies. And I, I want to keep my phone in my pocket, in my special pants pocket by Mission yeah. Workshop. Yeah. And this wouldn't fit in my pant pocket if I had that gigantic. I bulge. like the idea that it's also kind of a kickstand. Yeah. I, I, again, I, do. I think this could add value to someone's life. I personally don't. Well, a. I, it collapses. Yeah, it collapses. Yeah, but so I don't want the. I still want want the bulge there. Yeah, so it's that's like a little weird. <clears throat> I try to step. That's and speaking of one of my least favorite things, my cell phone is one of my least favorite things. Yeah, but it's kind of like a necessary thing. Well, we've made it necessary, right? Well, we can talk about that later when we talk about our least favorite things. But yeah, and our, having our favorite apps, having something on my phone that helps me use it more or helps me use it better, actually is kind of a deterrent for oh, me. Oh, what a, that's you a know good what I'm point. Saying? So sometimes these things that it's imaginary value because it's actually going to be more distracting for you because it makes the thing. That's actually one of my least favorite things. We're going to get to our list of least favorite things. Mm. Um, I. They're mainly distractions. The things I thought were valuable, but they're not. Uh, number seven. What is this, Ryan? Let it go. Let it go. Sonic facial cleansing brush. All right. So I got to be honest. These look like dildos. Yeah. And Bex has some sex toys that look almost identical to these. In fact, they even have the plus and minus on them. Well, Josh, to turn any, them on. anything is a dildo with the right attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I like your optimism, Ryan. <laughs> it makes me wonder what you've been doing with that microphone. What, dude? What in the? So the description of these this, are definitely vibrators, right? I guess, man. The description, the description in this is it's a dupe for the Forio Luna cleansing system. I change it change it all right i think we just move on yep if, if that's your first sentence i'm already lost all right number seven ryan oh, the shark bed for a cat you know it's funny dude <laughs> mariah and i just bought our cat a shark bed no 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 but something like like a you know this wool thing that it can go in and yeah it, it will not use it uh. i'm so pissed <laughs> off but we flattened it and like basically we got it so it would stop laying on our laundry and getting fur all over our our clothes so what yeah. we've done is like we've just flattened it and put it in the laundry basket basically so <laughs> so like there's a barrier between our clothes and and uh yeah our, our cat's hair it didn't work how you intended we yeah. should have got the shark bed though uh, it wouldn't have worked for me i don't have a cat never will i ever have a cat so we're good number yeah. nine the anchor, anchor portable, portable usb, USB <laughs> charger <laughs> So your phone will always make it through the day. Yeah, no, that's a good idea, man. Yeah, I think it's good. Uh, although, here's what I'll say about me. Hmm. If my phone is constantly dying, yeah. the problem is not the battery. The problem is me. The, the times I need it is when uh, I'm doing Google Maps and I can't plug it into the outlet because Google Maps like sucks the energy like so. Uh -huh. Yeah, it zaps the battery pretty quickly. But uh, yeah, for someone like yeah, Jordan says he's got one. Uh, it's um. It's yeah. If you're taking pictures, dude, and like we're we're always got you doing you know stuff on your phone, man. I could see where you would, you know, it's our fault for making you use your phone so much sometimes. But I know like Jess Jess Ness has one of the issues. She uses them on her battery. Every on time tour. she takes a screenshot of something, her battery is at seven percent or less. <laughs> millennials. Every time, her freaking millennials, her man. Poor poor battery. I mean, it's so <laughs> abused. <laughs> Do you think it's a metaphor? Yes. <laughs> 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 All right, what about this foot hammock at number 10, Ryan? Oh, my God. A hey, hammock for my feet. Ryan, if you ever get a foot hammock, I don't want to be your best friend anymore. I don't know, dude. I mean, this <laughs> looks pretty relaxing. Why is there water under his desk? I have no idea. <laughs> I know, it looks like they literally put a desk in a creek. I know. Oh, my God. A foot hammock. Uh, read read, <laughs> the, read the description. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's that, the absolute best. Yeah, I think you got the bleep gash. I don't think he's allowed to say that. Yeah, man. 
<laughs> All right, next, the Squatty Potty. I got one of these. I do too. And these are good. Let me tell you, it. I I actually had one. It makes about I, a ten percent difference for me, but it makes a difference. No, it makes a hundred percent difference for me. Okay. Cool. In fact, I've considered like bringing one here to the office. They but got I've the collapsible ones. I feel weird about walking in the bathroom with it every time. I already <laughs> walk in there with my little wipies, like the <laughs> the baby wipes, yeah. seventh generation baby wipes, which yes. aren't on my favorite things list, but probably should be. Yeah. Uh, squatty potty. I didn't used to get value from it even after I got it, but here's why. Really? I didn't have a great squat. The, oh. w- the way you use a squatty potty is you don't actually put your butt on the toilet seat. Mm. You want to use, and I use the taller version. I think it's the nine inch version, mm. ladies. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> Which one do you have, Ryan? The seven-inch version? <laughs> it's not about the size of the squatty potty, Josh. <laughs> That's how you use it? That's right. Yeah, so the taller one is is better if... I've got a killer squat. And and I, I used to have no squat at all. Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't get much value from it. But it, it's meant so your butt doesn't actually touch the seat when you are uh, squatting to... Oh, I don't do it to potty. It's whenever I'm defecating. The next on the list, <laughs> this... Ice cream doorstop. Now, to stop me, your door from waffling about. Let me tell you something. This might be the one thing I actually buy from this list. Because <laughs> I know Ella will think it's so cute. Oh, my God, dude. That's hilarious. Uh, I don't think I would actually like it, though. But no, uh, I think it would be... I, we, we have a doorstop for her door anyway, so I'm not actually going to buy this thing. Mm. But um, yeah, we have doorstops because... When we open up all of our doors in the house, like to let it air out, the doors t- tend to slam you oh, know, from, yeah. from the wind. Yeah, so yeah. I just have a really basic doorstop that we, it's a little gray doorstop that we use. But this is cutest. I mean, Ella would think it was amazing. Number she 13. Would, she would find joy in it. The microfiber towel. I got one of these, dude, for uh, for camping. I use it pretty much every time I go camping. Not this particular one, but you have a microfiber t- yeah. uh, towel that dries really quickly. I used it's, to have one. I had mm-hmm. one for a long time. And here's why I had one. We used to sleep on a lot of people's floors right. and on their couches. And when you stay at someone's house, they may or may not have towels. So I had a super quick dry towel with yeah. us. I, I've i moved beyond. Uh, it's not that I'm too good for it. I just choose not to sleep on other people's floors and couches now. Well, I, we, just, I, we don't have to do that now, these days. Right. I can rent a hotel and they have towels there. So I got rid of my, my microfiber super quick dry towel but it it did for a long time add value for my life and it was a favorite thing of mine for a long time but when i stopped needing it and i stopped using it i also let it go what do we got for number 14 ryan the dash go rapid egg cooker actually dude i was staying off of eggs for a while now ryan this makes eating eggs overly easy (laughs) i thought it was i thought it was giving me a dandruff like i was getting like my skin was getting real dry and i thought Mm -hmm. maybe it was like an egg allergy it's cheese man it might be cheese, but but, this, but back- this reminds me that I need to put eggs back in my diet because I freaking really really enjoy eggs, mm-hmm. um, and I love poached eggs. So or not poached eggs. I'm sorry, uh, like soft boiled eggs. Have you used your sous vide yet to to to, to do eggs? eggs? No. Yeah, oh, I should, you can. Yeah, you should can, try that before. You though. can make them just how as runny as you want. Or, That's awesome. Uh, which we're gonna talk about. I'm sure sous vide is on on your list of, of favorite things. Oh, definitely. Uh, so a good good example here, Ryan. This dash go rapid egg cooker. Mm-hmm. Would not add value to my life because I found out last summer that I'm allergic to eggs. Was <laughs> now cheese. Bex loves cheese, mm-hmm. but she's realized it's given her dandruff. Mm. Uh, cheese and and yogurt, especially mm. for her, has been giving her dandruff. And when she cut them out for a week, it was like 
gone. Wow. So yeah, something to think about. So yeah, if you're, I'm allergic to eggs, this wouldn't add value to my life, but Bex eats eggs every day. So mm-hmm. this would add value to her life. So I could see us having one of these. Yeah, it sounds like the sous vide though, egg is makers. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Although I think this thing would probably be easier to use. What about number 15, these blackout stickers to that's help you a, block all the annoying lights in your room? That's not a terrible idea, man. No, I travel with something similar. It's just a black roll of electrical tape. <laughs> and so when we go to yeah. a hotel room. And you just like go around and you tape all and, the little lights. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I was trying to get Jordan to film like a, we were in, I think it was Nashville and we were staying at a hotel. and No, it was Louisville. And we were in Louisville, and we were staying at this hotel, and, and it just didn't work out with the time. I was tired. And, mm-hmm. But I just take my roll of tape, and I, you know, like everything in there seems to be flashing in a hotel room for some reason. Yeah. There's a light on the TV. There's a light on the clock. Mm-hmm. There's a clock that you can't turn off. There is the um, smoke detector. has a flashing like orb on it. Yeah. And eventually, there's like half a dozen to a dozen things in a hotel room. I just go put a piece of black tape. So you could use these blackout stickers, or you could buy some black electrical tape that works just as well and you have an infinite supply of stickers essentially and it doesn't take up a whole lot of space number 16 is this shower curtain with pockets that will help you if you don't have much shelf space shelf space dude uh (laughs) mariah and i have like we got a hanger on the shower head and then there's like one tiny little shelf Mm -hmm. and we probably could use more i mean we have like a glass like it's got the glass doors on there so we really don't have room for a shower curtain but Mm -hmm. Uh, if even if I could add additional space to store stuff, like I don't want to do that because like it's I f- enabling. Yeah, I hate like I hate a cluttered shower, man. Like it's I'm always knocking shit over mm-hmm. and like knocking stuff over. Edit that out, Sean. Where's his Patreon? Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. I can say I can cuss a little bit, although I'll I'll try not to do it grotesquely. Anyway, right. I think it enables. So here, I could see this though. Like you see this in this picture, right? They have like this claw foot tub where this person literally has no place to cure, to hold anything. Yes. So this I, makes sense. I had a tub like this when I remember when I lived in that loft in Dayton. Yeah. Uh, and I had a tub just like this with a shower curtain, and I didn't have anywhere to put stuff, and I would, I just kept it on the floor of the tub. Yeah. Which kind of sucked. I would have preferred to have this. This would have been really useful mm-hmm. for me. It would not be useful now, and so I I wouldn't hold on to it. Number seventeen is. Uh, these foldable headphones that will fit into your small bag. Mm-hmm. I mean, having I, I have headphones in my pocket right now. They're just the the earpods yeah. from Apple, and they're they fit into anything. They yeah. fit into my pocket. These headphones would not fit into my pocket. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, they do have like the kind of the noise canceling foam around them, but not really. They're sixteen dollars. I doubt they cancel anything. That's true. This Maybe. bottle opener ring is number eighteen, Ryan. So you can open bottles with a flick of the hand. That's weird. How else would you open bottles? I guess it's not weird. It's just like, I mean, my, literally, my, like I have a ring, but it's it's the Aura ring, uh-huh. which is also on my list of favorite it things. Should be on my list. It's not. So Aura <clears throat> ring would definitely be on my list of but my like, favorite things. So, so I do have a ring that's functional, um, but it very much, uh, like I really, I really like the data that it's able to give me. But like a ring with a bottle opener on, I just yeah, I wouldn't find any value in but it. it would It'd be, be a cool little party trick. So I have a money clamp, right? Yeah. So I'll hold this up for our video viewers here. Yep. And the money clamp that I have, though I replaced it because it broke after many years of use. I've used money clamp for well over a decade. Yeah, they're good. They are not a sponsor. They, I would not accept anything free from them. I bought this from them. So I have money in here. I If you do, it, on Living Room Conversations, I did... Oh, he's about to make it rain, y'all. I, I did What's in My Wallet um, on Living Room Conversations. I did a whole, like, what's in a minimalist wallet? And so you can actually go see the whole thing, what's in my wallet. But on this money clamp, there's 
a bottle opener. Now, yeah. I would have this money clamp if it weren't for this. It's a convenient little thing. I like right. opening Topo Chico's yeah. occasionally. Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't have a separate ring just for that. But if you open a lot of bottles and you want to wear a ring, then maybe this is the solution maybe. for you. I, I, I wouldn't be mad at it. Number 19, Ryan. The grid dotted journal. So you can start bullet journaling. Well, you could just buy the bullet journal uh, if you want a bullet journal. I mean, yeah. that's probably the better use. Of, um, in fact, he sent us some. We, we, we've done the, the bullet. I, I don't really use a paper journal that much, yeah. and so I don't get a whole lot of value from it. I like using the Apple Notes function on my iPhone. Although I had another dream last night, Ryan, that I got a BlackBerry finally. <laughs> I was so happy about it. I've got to just pull the trigger at some point and get a BlackBerry. With the keyboard on it? Yeah, and get rid of this stupid laptop that keeps breaking. I'm going to just get a Windows laptop, maybe. <laughs> um, so I can yeah, get, once get, get off the Apple teat. Yeah, once you get married to Apple, it's hard to disconnect. But you know what? It's like... No matter what you get, man, like no matter whether you get a Windows or whether you get Apple, like they all want all your information. They all want to, you know, like think about Google Drive, man. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. it doesn't matter what device you have. Like Google Drive is something that we use and it's on every single device we have. Well, I mean, I have a, have a, we have only two devices each, but right. But yeah, it's uh, it's it, when everything melts, molds together, man, like it's really hard to get off of it. Yeah, I do use a Moleskin. Uh, some people call it Moleskine journals. Um, Who calls it Moleskine? Colin Wright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, if he wasn't so handsome, I would not let him get away with it. That's <laughs> uh, probably the appropriate pronunciation too. Whatever. It's just like saying uh, it's like it's like saying Lao versus Laos. Like it is like if you go to Lao, like that is what it is. It's Lao. Like uh-huh. that's how they pronounce it. But I mean, in America, like it's known as Laos. Okay. So I mean, I I feel like words that are pronounced different in different countries like when you're in those countries then yeah or if you're from those countries yeah like say it differently but like in america man like we americanize stuff it's sure we absolutely do and there are occasionally times where it is acceptable to use either pronunciation or pronunciation uh yeah well that's not a that's not that's just wrong but (laughs) It's it's uh, it's colloquial. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I use I use a, a large the lar- whatever size this is eight eight and a half by eleven eight by ten whatever approximate size this is. But I have the journal without any um, lines at all. No mm-hmm. grid. No lines. I just like having open pages. Now I do that especially when I'm in book writing mode because I start and, and then I will get a small pocket journal as well. And the thing that's nice, instead of like constantly pulling out my phone to take notes, just having having that piece of paper, I constantly pull out and just write something down real quick. I got this idea. I got this idea. Um, that is really helpful. What about the SanDisk flash drive with a micro USB connector at number 20? That can connect your phone to any computer. I have no idea why I would need that. And so I'm just going to move on to number 21. Yeah, it might be. It connects my phone to my computer, making transferring files much easier and is a good extra storage for both i mean i i I have airdrop yeah i was gonna say airdrop kind of takes the place of that i actually own this night well it's not this exact one this is uh number 21 here's the q flex acupressure back and body massage tool i don't have this exact brand um in fact the one i have is i think it's a little bit better because it has uh it's got different um i don't the things that need your back i don't know what you would call those but like it has different shapes yeah like knobs uh yeah like they jut out in different places (laughs) (laughs) yeah i had one of these for a long time and then once i 
started doing agoscue therapy every day. I no longer needed it. So mm. then I got rid of it. So I got value from it for a while to get a lot of the knots out, especially for my psoas muscle. Mm. But uh, no longer do I need it. So I got rid of it. Very recently, actually, I got rid of it. It's a great massage. I, when I saw this thing on Amazon, because I just like, you know, literally Googled best massage tool. And I was expecting like, you know, a $300 vibrating massage thing to come up and like was not looking forward to getting one of these. But the number one thing that came up was like this $9 piece of plastic that you it wasn't the hitachi magic wand <laughs> no <laughs> we no. have that and bex actually use it to me i mean as a massage once <laughs> <laughs> we've used it a bunch of other times for not massaging mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we could talk about the uh, sex toy bin though that, that's on my list of favorite things number 22 is the shower curtain splash cards <laughs> that keep water from splashing all over the floor oh um that's not terrible i didn't know i needed that me either. Yeah, so I don't need it. That's actually a good a good indicator. I didn't know I needed that, so I don't need it. Yeah. Number 23 is this magnetic phone holder that fits on your have that. car air vent. I literally have that exact one. You enjoy it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't enjoy it as much as like, you know how, you, so you've got the Belkin thing that goes on your vent and it's right. it, it adjusts to your phone. Right. So it does the same exact thing, except it's a magnet. So like I got, well, my phone's in the other room, but... I got this little disc on the back of my phone that okay. it sticks to. Um, it's it's actually pretty awesome, man. It's like easy to get on and off, and um, it's really helpful with uh, directions like Google Maps or even like you know hitting hitting a song. It's really great for text messaging while you're driving. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have the Belkin just because I prefer that. I also travel with it, so like whenever we're like we go on road trips, yeah, uh, I bring it with me. All right, number, where are we at? 24. The suction cup sunbed. You know, we got our cat one of these. Really? We ended up donating it, yeah. It didn't um, work. Mac was terrified. Uh, He's, like, too big for it. It kept, like, falling, and it was <laughs> it just didn't work well. <laughs> we Not this exact one, but. All right, right, number 25. Oh, my God, a 48-pack of AA batteries. Sign me up. But uh, I love what. Because you can never have enough. Yeah, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can you have enough. You can have just enough. And 48 batteries is too much Good at God. one period of time however it's okay if you have if you're going to use double a batteries and mm. you get a discount because you're going to buy 48 of them sure. the thing is uh i make sure i recycle my batteries mm. and it is a pain in the butt although it's illegal in california to throw your batteries out i take them uh, over to best buy do they expire like i, I mean if, oh, good double question double a batteries i mean that's dude that's something that I definitely have to like dig in the drawer and get a couple of those out each month. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they if they do have an expiration. Yeah. Good point. Oh my god, more storage. Twenty six, Ryan. The over the door mounted basket that saves space in your bathroom. I you could know, I could see absolutely possibly man. owning something. Yeah, like, I don't like, I don't have enough things to justify having this, and that's the thing I have to think about. If I have to buy anything that is of that is a storage mechanism or storage container, mm -hmm. if I'm going to the container store or something. I'm going to think about, oh, like, do I have a, is, is this a symptom of an actual problem? Yeah. But it might be that, you know what? I just have, I don't Dude, have a lot of storage space. And I, I have need been to, store it. to apartments in New York City where this would add value to someone's life. Uh, the shower curtain would also do likewise. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not something that I personally need, but, uh, but yeah, it's a handy dandy little thing if you don't have any storage yeah, uh, number 27, the waterproof dry bag that keeps your phone safe and up to 98 feet of water. This is something, That's actually, awesome. believe it or not, Ryan, this is really similar to me. 26 or 27 are 
in my mind the same item mm. even though they're not one is a, a storage rack for your ba- bathroom one is a waterproof dry bag that keeps your phone safe in water and for me it's a symptom of okay maybe i have too much stuff or maybe i'm using my phone too much yeah if i if i can't go surfing without having my phone on me <laughs> then, <laughs> do you even surf bro i don't but i um <laughs> i was talking to paul saladino He's the uh, uh, guy I'm, I'm trying to talk to about having a conversation with him and Rich Roll. Uh, we can tell our patrons about this. We'll see if it happens. Um, but he's a doctor, a, a medical doctor, who sometimes prescribes a really strict autoimmune diet that mm-hmm. consists only of meat for people who have really bad autoimmune issues like, mm-hmm. like I have had um, and who have rashes in certain places and acne in places that we don't want to talk about on the podcast. But we can. You're talking we, about butt acne? We, oh, yeah. Well, not just butt <laughs> I'm acne. Kid, I'm kidding. Thigh okay. acne, you, folliculitis. Actually, we can go down the I list I actually here. have a waterproof dry bag. I mean, it's l- much bigger than this, but it's, uh, it's for when Mariah and I go to the beach um, just not for our phones, but for everything that we want to keep dry. Um, okay. It's especially helpful when we go floating down the river. Mm, like in Missoula or... Yeah, yeah exactly. Because it's like, yeah, it totally protects your towels and shirts and everything from getting oh, wet. Oh, that makes sense. And it, it protects it, it from getting sandy. Because like, the thing is, is like with a regular beach bag, like sand, st- I don't know how, man, but sand still like ends up getting dumped in a beach bag. Can I say that the beach is one of my least favorite things? Uh, Can I put that on my list? No, it's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, sand is definitely one of my least... Here's the thing. I think beaches are so overrated. I, I mean, it's... It's absurd how the beach, overrated. Man. Like Bex is trying. Her family's in town uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of her family trying to get me to go to the beach with them. I'm like, no, I don't. I I, I don't want only the only time I like going to the beach mm-hmm. is when Ella, because mm-hmm. she enjoys it so much, and I mm-hmm. love like picking her up into the waves, and I can yeah. I enjoy it through the lens of Ella enjoying yeah. it. No, I love but it, man. I love surfing. I, I, I love hanging out on the beach. I love getting sand between my toes. I do not like walking on with flip-flops on the beach. That's really annoying for some reason. Yeah. Because it gets like buried it in the sand. But uh, I, I, I love the I beach, just, man. My OCD does not allow me to like sand. I like yeah. concrete. Mm, concrete beaches. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> uh, anyway, I was talking to Dr. Saladino, and he, he wants to take you out surfing. Cool. So uh, he'll be down here at some point. He's moving down to San Diego. Sweet. But... Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, more on that to come. What, what's next on our list Panasonic here? Panasonic earbuds. No. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm good. I, these the the earbuds that come with Apple products work really well for my ears, but for someone like Bex, they don't work well for her ears. So these might work well for you. They may not work well at all. Pack I, of Korean sheet masks. That's number twenty nine. The pack of Korean sheet masks. I have no idea. Wait, wait. Which comes in sixteen different varieties? Let's read this. Let me. I'm going to read this description to you really quick. Quickly. They're super hydrating and cooling. Each is slightly different. I have no idea what that means. I'm moving on, Ryan. Mm. What is a sheet mask? I don't know, and I therefore I know I, I think don't need it's it. It's like for your face, so it's like uh, some kind of hydrating thing for your face. I've seen these at. Um, I've been meaning to tell you, your face looks really dehydrated, know, Ryan. Dude, it actually does a lot. <laughs> I thought it was because of eggs, but I haven't figured out what it is yet. It's, it's cheese. No, it's not, man. I, I cut out cheese, too. It was it's still dairy. It's da- I'm telling you right now. <sighs> Whatever, man. I'm about to go eat a cheeseburger after this. All right. The <laughs> number, number 30, the sweat proof eyelash adhesive. Well, duh. To, wait. To keep your lashes grounded. Nice. Yeah. It's... Uh, I have... 
I had no idea that I needed to keep my lashes grounded, Ryan. <laughs> Number 31. <laughs> this might be the best one on the whole thing. <laughs> Jar of earplugs. <laughs> Dude, it's uh, earplugs are important, man. It's funny how like I go to bed around like 10 o'clock. Because I can't sleep past like seven or eight o'clock these days. Like I have, like I, w- mm-hmm. once the light hits, like even with my mask on. Mm-hmm. But like it takes my eye mask and it takes earplugs uh, to to get me to like stay asleep. Mm-hmm. So I think earplugs are important. I don't know if I get a jar of earplugs. <laughs> yeah, there's fifty pair in here. I mean, there's a hundred earplugs in here. I use one pair of earplugs, and they're made by a company called Earpiece, mm-hmm. like piece, like peace sign, earpiece. Mm-hmm. Put a link to those in the show notes. I use the. I think they call them like HD or something. It's like the high-end ones. Mm. They, these are actually originally made for concerts, like really loud concerts. Hmm. But man, when I wear them, it the world around me I'm turns for, off. I'm looking for a better pair, pair of earplugs. I literally use a pair of earplugs that I got one time on a international flight. Like Try they, these earplugs. They give you the ones. they There's give you the bag of like the eye mask and the yeah, earplugs really and like I just reuse it. Yeah, Ryan, I just reuse it. I'm telling you, the earpiece ones. Because they're they're cone shaped in a way that they can go in your ear really nicely, and they, they they work really really well. And especially when we're traveling, they are a necessity. And that was number thirty one. I think that's it, Ryan. That's the final one, man. Those are all the things that you'll never want. Yeah. Can I give yeah. you my computer, Jordan? Thank you, sir. I'll give you mine too. Let's let's talk about. Thanks, dude. Uh, now that we've talked about the more about less, let's talk about my thirty three favorite things, Ryan. <laughs> Oh my god, we're going to go through another list of 30 things. <laughs> no, we, we, <laughs> so I'm going to go through these quickly. My bed, we already talked about my pillow. We talked about my pull-up bar. We talked about my boots, my mission workshop pants, my coffee setup, including coffee from banditcoffee.co, my t-shirts. Now, I for short sleeve t-shirts, I've I've used for a long time just uh, a company called Save Khaki and they're nice t-shirts. They're made in America. For these long t- long sleeve t-shirts, I use, uh, I think they're it's Michael or Michael Stars. Yeah. And they're also made in America and they work really well for me. But they're not something I'm very attached to at all. And like, Well, t-shirts are a funny thing, man, because t-shirts that fit well on you may not fit well on someone else. Exactly. I mean, I if I could get away with Fruit of Loom t-shirts, I'd wear those. They Absolutely. just don't fit me well. They're just like too short and they're kind of like boxy and square, but... Yeah, I mean it's yeah it's a uh, good T-shirt's important though. It's took me forever to find. Uh, I use Son of a Tailor, and mm-hmm. they're like they're tailor made T-shirts. And if you buy one, it's really expensive because like it's a tailor made. But if you buy, uh, I think I got ten of them is mm-hmm. what I ended up doing. Like it brings the cost down a little bit. And you wear them every single day, yeah. literally yeah. seven days Absolutely. a week. Number seven or number eight on my list is my laptop for creating. God, yeah, it's funny. I was gonna put my laptop on there, but like it's also. It's a it can be a time suck if I allow it. It's yeah. like my it's like my cell phone. It's one of the things on my least favorite list. If I could as live well. if I could live without it, I would. Well, we'll talk more about that. I, I mean, would, I could. I mean, I, that's I not true. I could live without it if I could live a meaningful life without it. But like we operate online, so like and email is it's so convenient. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, number nine is my desk chair. I have a mm. desk chair that works really well for me after sitting in a bunch of chairs that figuring out what worked for me. In fact, I enjoy my desk chair so much that I often just I drag it over to our kitchen table, which is number 10 on my list. Mm-hmm. The kitchen table, I will write at my desk in the mornings, but I do almost all my other work from the kitchen table. Mm. Like if I'm responding to emails and stuff, I enjoy There's something about the communal feel of a, of a kitchen table. Hmm. I enjoy working at a kitchen table, but I like my 
desk chair so much i just pull it over there yeah. to the kitchen table because my desk is, it, for those of you who have seen my house tour um you know my desk is uh, there in the living room and our kitchen table is pretty much in the living room number 11 is the ames chair that i have like i sit in that every single day uh whether i'm reading a book or responding to some text messages or whatever that's where i'll go i'll go do it um Number 12 is my packed bag. So Ryan, you and I, we started the uh, company with, well, we, we helped Malcolm with uh, partnering up on, on this bag. It's yeah. not it's not our company. Um, it's Malcolm's company, but we, we helped Malcolm. We partnered start, with Malcolm's company. Yeah, but we helped <laughs> him start a new company, basically. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, it's his company, though. And No, it's, uh, it's a great bag. I totally agree. Best travel bag I've ever used, but I've had some people who have tried it, including my wife. And mm-hmm. she's like, ah, I prefer this Patagonia backpack. Yeah. And that's great. I ended up giving her bag to Jessica, who really enjoys who really enjoys the bag. Uh, number thirteen on my list is a hair dryer. <laughs> <laughs> I I eventually I've had the same hair dryer several times, and it kept breaking after just a lot of use. Mm-hmm. And so I bought a nice hair dryer finally. The Dyson. <laughs> do they make hair dryers? Yeah, do you know how they got like the bladeless fans? They do hair uh-huh. dryers with the same uh-huh. exact technology anyway. Um, I think mine is called like Elchim or something. Mm. It's uh it is I got it from Amazon and it was not cheap, but it works really well and it like makes a big difference. I'm like, I've been using these cheap ass you know, $23 hair dryers for so long, $19 ha- hair dryers, whatever. And this one will probably last for 10 years now. And it looks beautiful too, which is, yeah, aesthetics are important in all of this for me. Um, I have lounge pants or what you might call yoga pants. Um, They're made by a company called Four Earth and you tried them and they did not work for you at all because you have big manly legs and Mm -hmm. I have, I have thin. (laughs) Uh, They look really good on you. Well, Chris Chris D'Elia was talking about how he has a a big upper body, but because he works out all the time, but he can't make his legs any bigger. He said he... I look like a genie. Like my legs aren't even fully formed. They're just <laughs> sort of coming out of the, um, and I'm sort of the same way. I have really thin legs, but I wear these, they're lounge pants around the house. I literally do yoga in them. I do all my stretching in them. They work really well. They look good too. There's black, um, black around the house pants. I have a great yoga mat, high end yoga mat. I forget the company who makes it. Um, but the show notes. yeah, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. I need a new yoga mat. Our cat tore up mine. Oh, every time he comes down, he's like, let me come over there and claw the heck out of your mat. Oh, no, not good. Yeah. yeah um, let's see. I have that Agoscu block. I, Jessica got one of these recently. Uh, Social Jessica. Like you, uh, one of the uh, Agoscu exercises I do. Now, you could do this on steps as well. It doesn't work as well, mm-hmm. but um, it's to stretch my calves. You see a lot of play, like basketball games and stuff will have this on the, the sidelines. Mm. And I just do a three-minute stretch on it every morning on my calves. It's made by a company called Crooked Human, and we'll put a link to that in, in the show notes. Uh, Peloton bike. I own a Peloton bike. and yeah. that was a, That's the probably the most expensive thing on this entire list mm-hmm. for me. They're great. And it's great if you use it. It's terrible. It's the worst purchase you could make because it's a gigantic waste of money it's if you don't actually use most it. Most expensive clothes hanger, <laughs> <laughs> if you allow it to be. Number eighteen on my list is my printer. I went a long time at home without a printer because we have a printer here at the office. Oh, we have dude. shared access to it. I tried to go without a printer, man. Do you ha- did you get the one that I recommended to you? No, dude, I got one because I I need a scanner also. That's oh. actually what what did it in for me is uh-huh. um uh, there was like certain documents I had to scan for our accountant or for applying for an apart i don't know dude like i just all these freaking things i've had to scan and uh i had an app 
I could take a picture of it and it would convert it into a PDF, which kind of worked well. Yeah, that, that's worked for me in the past. Yeah, but it's it's the, the scanner is much it's much easier. It's got like the top feeder, especially when you got to scan like thirteen pages or whatever. I had but to fax something to someone. It just sucks. It really and that makes we no don't have sense. a fax machine here at WeWork. They don't. They don't. All of WeWork, all three yeah. floors, conference rooms, every, they don't have a fax. And this this printer doesn't fax either. Yeah, and so. I just called the person. I'm going to email this to you, yeah. and I don't. Otherwise, you're not going to get it. Right. So I don't know what to tell you. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a fax machine. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It, but it's funny though how like printing off tickets. Uh, there are certain airline uh, flights that Mariah and I've been on where we had to print tickets off right. at home. Right. Um. Certain uh like sh- comedy shows or uh concerts that we've been to where you've got to have printed tickets. Uh-huh. And it's like it's like oh okay I gotta make the freaking hour round trip to the office and back to right. print up to print this stuff off yeah dude like I don't I, know how often do you how often do you print I'm, I'm printing probably I on average once a week so I print like all this all the notes here I print them off at home now oh, okay. so much because I mean WeWork is great man but how many times am I does the printer have errors and take forever to print and like it's, can't it's connect a, and you can't sign on and it's been a while for me but um, dude I literally at home I hit control P enter right no, I here get it. it's like control P print from dialogue change the color black and white scale I mean yeah, it's yeah. yeah I mean it's it's a convenience thing man no for sure and that's why I have it I print on average maybe once a week uh, from home instead of having to walk into the office like I you know I walked here this morning to print all this so stuff so Mariah out. and I uh, were going out to the Salton Sea this weekend um we had to rent a camper to do this so they sent me in they sent me like this form uh-huh. for the camper printed it off filled it out scanned it sent it back and it took me 10 minutes versus again if i had to come to the office it's like it's an hour round trip not to mention the time yeah get, yeah getting all together here and anyway so i don't have a scanner at home my printer is pretty cheap i think it's probably 30 or 40 bucks mm. i don't remember i'll put a link to it i, I think i got it on amazon sean Anyway, I um, I use it frequently enough that it makes sense to have one, mm-hmm. and that Likewise. it is a convenience. But it's it was really inexpensive, and it works really well. It's wireless. Mm-hmm. I'm mean, sure yours is, is wireless too. Yeah, and and that's really nice to scan things. I intentionally don't have a scanner because I don't need it. I I can do that scanning here. I'm I'm at this office enough. You know, mm-hmm. I'm here four or five times a week, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes it forces me to come in and like make the walk into work. And mm-hmm. so I, I do the little three mile walk and the three mile walk back home. And all of a sudden I have six extra miles that day, which is, which is nice. So sometimes I'll force myself to go without, uh, the next item on my list, Ryan is, uh, the sous vide machine yeah, or, great, or cooker or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Although here's what I'll say, Ryan, I wouldn't have it if it weren't for backs. Mm. It, I, it would not be something I would personally use enough to justify having it. Oh man! Although I really, really Do you cook when Bex is really, in the town. Yes, okay. all the time, every day. Yeah. Um, but I use the oven mostly, mm. and and that works well enough for me, and and so I just use that. But uh, Bex uses it. And I really enjoy the food she cooks in that more than any other thing that she uses to cook. Yeah, it we is use it amazing. Like at least once, if not twice a day. Hey, well, for you don't for those of you who don't know what a sous vide is, it low temperature cooker. It cooks things in water. It's attached to an app. It looks like a giant 
dildo <laughs> and you put it into a pot. Everything, everything's oh. all dildo with you today, <laughs> Milburn. Hey, man, we're getting to number uh, 37. That's my sex toy, Ben. I thought you said it was only 33 things. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I meant 27. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, sous vide, low, low temperature cooker. Usually cooks things at 180 degrees, roughly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can get, like, the perfect steak, the perfect eggs. Um, it, you know, it's it's just perfect all the way through. It's, it's crazy, though. Like, if you if you just use this, you have to finish it on the, on the stovetop. On the stovetop. Meaning to, to get like a little bit of that chart, yeah, that cheer and the chart and the charred flavoring. But like, if you don't use the stovetop to finish it off, then like you just have like this gray blob of meat. Yeah, it still tastes it looks okay. A little weird. Though. Yeah, but it's like it is. It is. Uh, that's the you're not used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number twenty on my list is our blender. We have like a Vitamix. Oh yeah, Vitamix. It Maybe good. it's not Vitamix. I don't know. I, don't I have know. the same one you have. It's great though. Yeah, I don't remember the brand of it, but it works really well. Bex uses it to like make soups and i use it to blend up smoothies we just recently broke 700 it keeps like the amount of <laughs> of uh things you blend i'm behind you now i feel inadequate ah uh, you gotta blend more <laughs> you've probably been blending ice cream though <laughs> uh number 21 we have sonos speakers yeah. uh we have wh- oh i got one of those i got a soundbar recently okay sonos soundbar uh, yeah, pretty, do you hook up to the app? Well. Is that yeah. how it works? Yeah, yeah, so similar thing. We have one in the bedroom, one in the living room. Uh, we it's have, pretty cool how they all like link up. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We have a sexy time playlist. Mm-hmm. It goes well with number 27 on the list. <laughs> um, but we have like a really long playlist with you know, bedroom music. Yeah. Uh, but then I, I often use Pandora to play Aquilo Radio. It's like the station I constantly listen Pandora, to. Pandora, you're so old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they were just bought by Sirius XM. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but I, yeah, I really enjoy using uh, the Sonos. They create atmosphere. They're really good speakers. But I'm not that married to the brand. I would use a different brand if uh, if it made sense. Um, in fact, I thought about doing the Apple. What is it called? HomePod or something? Yeah. And the reason I didn't is you couldn't have two rooms at a time at the time. But I think that's not a thing now. So yeah. maybe that would make sense. Um, I talked about the blender. Oh, number 22 are books. Now, I put in parentheses just enough because also on my list of least favorite things, books appears. Mm. When I have too many books, then all of a sudden they become a burden. And if we're burdened by books, that's a problem. That is a problem indeed. Number 23, Ryan, I have functional art. So this is a, a group of things, basically. Mm. Uh, we have some vases that keep flowers in them. We have some pictures uh, in picture frames that hang on the wall. I have a picture of you on, on the wall, a picture of me and Bex, a family picture of me, Bex, and Ella. I have some pictures of Ella on the wall, mm-hmm. uh, p- a couple pictures of me and Ella together. Uh, our furniture, I, I, I look at our furniture as functional art. Like We have a couple of these like um, little side tables, I don't know what you would call them, but we put books on them, and so they look good, but they're also functional. I really enjoy the way they look, but also the way they function. I, I look at other furniture, like our nightstands, and they look like pieces of art to me. We have a bench at the foot of our bed. We have a chair and a dresser in our bedroom because we use those things. They're all functional things. That The chair in our bedroom was where I usually meditate most mm-hmm. days. We're going to have Sam Harris on the podcast soon to talk about 
meditation and mindfulness and i use that chair it's almost a cue for me to to be more mindful mm. in a way but it's a beautiful piece of art as well and those are things that will last a long time not, not attached to them i'm willing to let go but if i want to hold on to them there's something that will last a while also we have a cactus out on our balcony i really enjoy yeah you can also you can see it from the street so i love our plants we're driving up yeah Ella was like, I can see the cactus. Even <laughs> when she can't, she says it. That's great. Um, so yeah, Ella enjoys it. Those are functional. They add beauty to the space as well. And also the different plants that we have. And you have plants there and they add some life to the yeah. space, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, I don't know what we do, but like, we kill our plants. We try so hard to keep them alive. Our I, succulents are doing well. And then we got this one plant that's like, I forget, I don't even know what it's called, but it's uh, it like we've literally... Put in this like it's uh, we put in the sunlight too long, it's singed like every leaf off of it, so it's literally just like a stick coming out of soil. <laughs> but it's back now, baby. Uh, there's uh, there's a place on Beverly, uh, in Beverly Grove on Beverly Boulevard that I would encourage you to go to. We got a lot of our plants there, and they cost a little bit more, mm -hmm. but they, they provided us with some education. Like, mm. where exactly in your house are you going to put this plant? Mm. Because you know, the thing that they told us was, I was thinking about putting a cactus in the corner there, and they're like, well, cactuses, exactly zero cactuses live in shady places. Right. Right. They need you know, constant sun. sunlight. Yeah. yeah. So our cactus is out on the balcony, which makes sense because mm -hmm. it gets a lot of sun there. Yep. And the plant we use inside doesn't need as much sun. Yeah. I also use our Vitamix blender. I think it's Vitamix. I don't, that might not be the one. It might be something else. Um, but I use that blender the the carafe to water our plants so yeah. it, it doubles up i don't need i don't have to have like a special plant waterer With like the nice thin stem <laughs> yeah i don't need that um jackets all right this probably should be on my least favorite list if it's not because i have too many it is on my least favorite list that's the third thing yeah i have too many and i've i've re as i was going through this list i realized why i have too many jackets hmm. i have i think i have Six or seven. I didn't count them again. Yeah. But I don't have I don't have any jackets that are just right. Hmm. And that frustrates me. Yeah. My pants are just right. My boots are just right. I feel like my t shirts are just right. And because they're not just right, I think I yearn to find the just right one. The most perfect jacket. Nope, not perfect. And that's where probably where the I'm going. The most just right jacket. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's where I'm going wrong. So actually what you just said is right. Yeah. I've been looking for the perfect jacket. And guess what, y'all? I have some that are pretty close to just right. The Lululemon that I have, really good. Mm -hmm. It's close to just right. I have one by this company called the Rocky Mountain Feather Bed Company, and it is close to just right. Yeah, but it's not just right. You'll Mer get there one day. Mission Workshop makes some really good ones that are close to just right. Not <laughs> just right uh, for me. Again, yep. for me, and I think that's what's important. Number 25 on my list is Ella's Bed. It's by a company called Bear. Hmm. And it's one of those mail order ones um, that, you know, it's like Casper or whatever else. Uh, and we tried it out and enjoyed it enough. Like Bex and I actually slept on it a few nights when Ella wasn't there. Hmm. And we got a bigger one. So we have a queen size bed in Ella's room. We mm -hmm. wouldn't have gotten that just for Ella. But we have a guest. We have guests over occasionally on nights that Ella's in there. If she's with her, her bio dad, mm -hmm. then we have guests. Like I had Colin over last week mm -hmm. and he stayed around two or three nights. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to have that extra bed where you can have someone stay over. Um, you know, you know all about this. Um, our patio, which I don't know if that's a thing. It's a space. Mm. We have some patio furniture, but 
uh, especially in the evening, it gets sunny on our patio. Mm-hmm. Like we're um, west facing. Yeah, great view, great sun. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't have to be around people, so I can just be out in the sun, not around people, and it's uh, it's quite nice. So we'll just sit in a patio chair out there. Number twenty-seven, Ryan. This is like the last physical thing. It looks. Uh, you, it looks like you have like a list of sex toys written there. Is that no? I don't. Right? I oh. just have. I have number twenty-seven, a sex toy bin. Yeah. Um, I won't go through all the items that we use, but there's yeah, I there's like we have like two sex toys. That's you, yeah, you can. I mean, maybe we're missing out on like some butt plugs or something that like we haven't are. tried. It. <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah, dude, we don't have a bin. We do, yeah, but but yeah, I mean, it's yeah, whatever you're into, man. I support whatever have, your preferences are, Josh. We have these ropes that we keep under the bed mm. that like. It's like I guess it's just a harness, mm-hmm. and uh, they work really well. I was well, I was watching Brian Callen's stand-up comedy special uh, last night. It's really good. It's called Complicated Apes. Check it out if you're listening to this. It's so funny, and he was talking talking about we need to be able to hold two opposing ideas at once. Like it's it's possible for you to be a feminist, mm-hmm. but also to like to be tied up. And Bex was like, "Yep, yeah. it's exactly how I feel." Mm-hmm. And and so I, I think the the thing to think about here is like if you would get value from these things, if you'd enjoy them, try them out. Uh, there is not a big resell market or donation market for sex toys, so you pretty much have to throw them away when you're done with them. Yeah. Um, I've done research on this, try to figure out how to dispose of them responsibly, and not really. Not yeah. really possible. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, figure out what adds value to your life there. Well, but, yeah, but, I mean, I think just being comfortable with your sexuality is like that's... Uh, that it's an important part of being a human, I think. Yeah, because it's there's so many taboo things, mm-hmm. and it's you know sometimes it's uncomfortable to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know it's it's a natural part of humanity, and it's fun to explore together. Yeah. Like if I just have, if I got a a partner, a new partner, and they just had an existing bin of sex toys. That'd be intriguing at first, but also it would be less interesting, less fun of an experience because with with me and Bex, it's been about uh, finding what's appropriate for us mm-hmm. that augments our experience. Also, it's important not to rely on those things to get off either, right? Yeah. They should augment. They shouldn't be. We shouldn't be dependent on on those things. Last thing on my list is just the word access, and I sort of have six sub bullet points here. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, Oh, my God. All right, more things. What other things you got, man? This is what happens when you get up at 3 a.m. Oh, my God. Uh, So um, I'm not even going to read my whole list, man. I'm so tired of talking about things at this point. (laughs) So I I think people find value in in, in knowing about these things. I hope they do. And, And knowing, again, that these things may or may not add value to your life, so choose wisely. But access. I really enjoy the location of where we live. And it and for there's six places. Like one is just walking. I enjoy walking. Wait a minute. If I can't put Mariah on my list, you cannot put walking on your list. I mean, walking is more of a thing than a human being is. <clears throat> I guess, man. But it's more, verb, but it's more of a verb. It's more of a verb than it is. Yeah. Than, yeah. It, I mean, so sex. That's my what's one, that's my favorite thing on the list. Number one. <laughs> okay. Well, if, I were to, if I were to make it a noun, that's a good point. Making some things noun. So, so I, I would say. I mean, you already said your shoes. Uh, daily walks, right? Yeah. So that is a noun. Okay. And, and walking daily is something that is important to me. Um, we have a sauna that's a shared sauna mm-hmm. at our at our apartment building, mm-hmm. and I use that four or five times a week. And man, I I figure out a little hack if you 
if you wet the paper towels and put it on the sensor, mm. you can get the sod up to like 2.30 in there. Nice. And it is amazing. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, now, I mean, the downside of that is other people use it at the same time, but it's mm. totally fine. If no one else is using it, I'll sneak Bex in there because they're co-ed saunas. Mm. Like, uh, um, oh, yeah, they have two different saunas, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. men and women's. But Bex uses it with me all the time. Uh, and she's been there with other guys, and they never get upset. Yeah. And... Uh, Number three is like just access to, to restaurants locally. Mm-hmm. So there's some restaurants I'd like to walk to and just having access to those locally. I usually cook at home most days these days, but having access to those is nice. We have a pool at our apartment complex. It's not very big, but Ella really enjoys it. I never use it myself. So I was putting parentheses. I use Ella. ours all the time, man. I love it. I didn't even know you had a pool there. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I never use it uh, other than, like, I will go outside to read a book. Yeah. And if it's not, like, in the afternoon, I'll, if I want to go read a book in the morning, I'll go down down there, and they have, like, chairs next Ours to the pool. Heated, man. It's freaking great. Oh, wow. We have a gym that I typically use. It's very much like it's a it's a low-end, like, hotel gym. Yeah, like it's like to, a Hampton Inn Yeah, gym. like, it has dumbbells up to 60 pounds and has, right. like, a Nautilus pulley machine and a couple and, of treadmills and stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and... I don't use it right now because my immune system is so compromised with the E. coli that I have. Um, this bacterial overgrowth, I've, I've just had an overactive immune system. Mm. Yeah, but our gym's pretty awesome. It's got a couple of Pelotons in there. That's Yeah, that's pretty great. It's pretty, it's, ours, our gym's is pretty, actually, it's pretty awesome. Our, ours is very good. I just, my immune system, I can't go to a public gym and touch other stuff right now. Right. But I will get back. Excuse me, back to that. And last thing I have on here is the ability to walk to the office is something that's just key for me just i mean we're th- two and a half miles away my walk is usually about three miles gotta take a, a, a roundabout way to get here yeah but i walked here this morning with Bex, mm-hmm. and we're holding hands and singing songs together <laughs> it was really great and being able to walk to walk to work or walk to the office is something that's really important to me i didn't realize how important it was yeah but man it is so important likewise to me. yeah i mean it's yeah, i walked i walked here i, I mean up until I hurt my back. I stopped walking, but I mean, I just started being able to walk to work a couple weeks ago, th- two or three weeks ago. And yeah, man, I forgot how much I freaking missed it. I got two things. I got two things I'm going to talk about on my list. Uh, the soda stream game changer, man. If you take a pitcher of water and you put basil and strawberry in the water and let it sit there overnight and uh-huh. then pour that into uh, the little soda stream bottle and pump it full of CO2. I like it's rosemary, like, man. It's like what, yeah, I mean, or you can do rosemary or you can do mint. It's like what LaCroix is trying to do. With their fake flavors. Yeah, and it's like, it's unbelievable. Like, even just taking, uh, even just taking like the soda stream and then pouring some lemon juice in there, dude, like, it's just, it's freaking awesome. Ryan, and then I have a new game changer for you. Hmm. Four years, it's, and it's, post soda stream it may even work with the current ingredients you have hmm. and we can thank ben greenfield for this when he was on our podcast okay remember he mentioned the stevia that was toffee it was butterscotch toffee yeah i went and bought some yeah I went to, uh like whole foods or i think it was air one actually okay and it's not cheap the the tincture thing is like 15 bucks but mm-hmm. It lasts forever because I put, I'll take a glass about this size, you yeah. know, actually about a pint. I'll take a pint glass, mm-hmm. 16 ounces, and I'll do three. If I'm feeling crazy, I'll do four drops. <laughs> and It's really good, huh? Oh, my. And Sean, Sean puts disgusting equal in his water. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I love you. You're my friend, man. I, I support oh, your wait, preferences. Even worse, he just said sweet and low. Yeah. Uh, I don't support that preference, Sean, because I love you and I don't want you to get cancer. Oh, whatever! Isn't that that's the one Allegedly, that doesn't cause cancer? Isn't isn't that like the one that's supposed to not cause cancer? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think or kidney stones. Um, I don't want you to have either. Uh, but Ryan, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, butterscotch toffee stevia. I got. I'm gonna order some. Oh. Well, because I have a couple. I have. I did get a couple of the stevia flavorings. Like I got like an orange one, and there's like a vanilla one, and I went through them just because I bought them, but like they were not worth buying again. The other. Th- the, the key is don't use too much. Try three drops. The other thing I'll mention is uh, our Berkey. This is a um, it's a water filter system. We could li- I could literally piss in that Berkey, <laughs> and like the water I have actually <laughs> and the water that would come out like it is totally safe to drink. It is like it's actually kind of the one doomsday device. Wait, not doomsday device. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of like the uh, uh, the end of the world things that I have because uh-huh. you could literally take any water and put it in this thing and it would come out drinkable like it's it, the end it of the world device i have because you have it and i know i don't right. Bex tried to talk me into getting one you know yeah. what i ended up getting I, I ended up getting because i needed this for my gut um a reverse osmosis filter that hooks up directly to the tap mm. we had to have it installed we had to have like a plumber come out mm. and and buy an hour of his time to install it but yeah. it's nice because now you haven't been to our house since we had it installed uh you just flip a little switch and you get filter water it's not out of the main faucet it's a separate little tiny faucet cool i'm sure you've seen them yeah before. ours is like so ours is portable meaning like th- like we're going camping this weekend right like that's what i'm bringing i mean we're gonna be on the sultan sea dude like there's You're no that water out though are you uh but what we'll do like no no, we have hookups for water at the campsite we're going to uh-huh. at the Salton Sea. Um, but yeah, it'll certainly need to be purified. So it's like instead of yeah. you know buying big plastic jugs of water and stuff to bring with us, like That's we're just going to bring this Berkey with us and have uh, have some clean water. All right, man. Let's move on. Let's move on to other people, man. I'm so tired of talking about ourselves here. Uh, do we got questions here, Sean? Podcast, Sean? Yes, indeed. We All have right. one from Facebook here. This one is: What's one thing you couldn't live without? <sighs> Mariah. <laughs> my cat you know what i've actually i can live without my cat what i realized after making this list ryan mm-hmm. is oh i didn't even do my least favorite things um which we'll have to get to because i promised that all but, right all right um, let's go to your least favorite well, but let's talk about okay what let me rephrase this question um instead of saying uh from helena what what's one thing you couldn't live without my heart these <laughs> These 28 things that are on my list here, or 33, mm-hmm. however you want to want to split it up, and, and if you add the aura ring and the money clamp and other stuff to it, these are things I would prefer to not live without. These are right. things that I truly get value from. And so if you're asking me what are the things I would prefer to not live without, here's my list. I already gave it to you. Sure. That is it. Could I live without them? Absolutely I could. Now, most of the things I own, I'll tell you this, they add some value, but I'm mostly neutral toward yeah. Uh, I was going through the house looking at some of the things, and I'm like, I don't know what brand of towel we have. We have nice white towels. Not very nice. They're from Target, I think. Mm. Um, I could replace those in a moment with other white towels, and I probably wouldn't even notice the difference. Yeah. But I'm completely neutral on on those things. Yeah. Now, I'll notice, I noticed one thing, or actually the kids noticed this when they when they come over. We had the uh, neighbor kid over. Bex was telling me about this. I wasn't there when this happened. Neighbor kid came over to play with Ella. And uh, we don't have a whole lot of things, but we don't have a big space either, really. The kid, the, the house is the neighborhood, like literally the house right, uh, you know, right next door. And um, the kid comes over who lives in an appreciably larger house. I think it's four or five bedrooms. <laughs> Walks in our house and says, why is, 
why is your house so big? Mm. And it's just because we don't own much stuff. And so kids perceive that mm -hmm. as more space to play. Yeah. Because they're not, their way is not obstructed. You know, it's like when you're driving down the street and the tree falls in the middle of the street, all of a sudden that street looks really tiny because you can't, you can't pass. And, and so uh, least favorite things, these are definitely things I could live without. Number one on my list, Ryan, is television. Yeah. We moved into this apartment and the previous tenant left a really nice flat screen TV on yeah. the wall. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I say flat screen as if there people still have curved screen TVs. Yeah, It'd be especially weird hanging off the wall. If they left a curved screen TV <laughs> on the wall. Um, although now they have like the inverted curve. Apparently that's the new trend, yeah. I, I think. I don't know. Um, so that is the number one thing. And it's something that I perceive value. I get imaginary value from. Like, oh, it'd be really great to... Yeah, so I watch it twice a week with Bex. Yeah. And... Most of the time, it has a psychological weight. Like, oh, I could just go use that. Or I'd like to read a book. Ah, no, it'd be easier to watch TV. I'm doing this debate with myself. I have to talk myself into reading a book mm. as because there's this other option there. And it's presented that paradox of choice. Also, attached to that, they left a surround system, a nice Bose surround system. Mm. I don't own it. And it's that again, that sounds like it'd be really nice. But for me, it's just a burden. It's loud. I feel like I'm disturbing the neighbors. You can take it down. You'd have to unscrew it from the walls and patch the holes in the walls. Yeah, and like, yeah I guess it would bother your OCD. I could take the I whole get, thing down, and, yeah. but then I have to it's, like get a storage locker or something. Yeah. What, what's sex on your list? Mismatch kitchen stuff. <laughs> but that's bags. I know, but that's it's in our you. living space. Yeah. And, and here's what I've I've come to terms with it, right? Mm. And it's, I think most people come to our house and they wouldn't even think of it as mismatched. But mm -hmm. I, I just the severe OCD I have, I look at it as mismatched. Number four on my list is books. I, when we get too wait, many, what was, what was number three? Mismatched kitchen stuff. What was number? Wait, I thought you went TV surround sound. Oh, well, the surround sound was the second one. Gotcha. Okay. Mismatched kitchen stuff. Yeah. Number four is books. Yeah. When we have too many, and but then we go donate them, right? Yeah. And I really get value from Ella's books because when we read them to her every night and. I, there's something that is like so attractive to me when Bex, like I watch her read, like I watch her being a good mother mm. is like attracted to me, not in a, a physical sense. It's your primal instincts kicking in. Like it's she's a good mom. She could raise my babies. Right. It's yeah. emotional. Like well, I remember the first time we started reading to Ella together. Like I was so attracted to her on like this spiritual level almost. Mm watching her read i was mesmerized by it yeah um i already mentioned jackets i have too many and so they're both on my favorite and least favorite list number six the internet if i didn't live with bax and l i definitely wouldn't have the internet at yeah home. mariah she does coding school online and a lot of her work is online i totally agree dude I, in fact this is probably my number one least favorite thing mm. is having internet at yeah home. i would agree with you I, it's it's nothing but a distraction i don't need home internet i have it at the office i live five years without home internet if you want to read about that experience find it on our website it's called killing home internet and it was the most productive five years of my life. And I would actually be more productive right now if we didn't have home internet. And uh, I formed a, um, a truce with having it, though. Uh, number seven, my laptop. Mm. It's both a distraction. It'd be less of a distraction if we didn't have home internet. It would be only a creation tool, which mm. is how I used it before. I would write. I used it, and so it was nothing but good. However, my current laptop keeps spazzing out on me and it's on its last leg i'm contemplating do i get another apple or do i do, do like an ibm think pad or something mm. 
And if I do that, then I get a BlackBerry because I'll get rid of this damn iPhone in a minute for a BlackBerry. Because <laughs> um, I don't use the camera barely. I don't, I just really want the keyboard back. I enjoy writing. You can get a keyboard for your for your like. I, mean, I don't want to carry a, around a, a case. Yeah, I don't want to no, carry no, I'm saying around. Like, there's cases you can buy that it folds and then it would unfold and then you can. Uh, okay. You can use it to to type, yeah. but it, it, it I is really kind of a, like the BlackBerry keyboards. Yeah, it's not. It's, not as, it's regardless, it's not a good substitute for the BlackBerry keyboard. I got you. So, um, yeah, my laptop is really on its last leg. It keeps doing crazy stuff. Like mm. a key will get stuck, even though it's not really stuck, and that becomes a problem. Um, snacks. <laughs> snacks are on my list. Oh my Again, God. if I didn't live love snacks with Vex. I would never, ever, ever, and here's what I have to do sometimes, Ryan. I have to hide snacks from myself. Dude, the problem is, is like, I'm like you, dude. If they're in the house, I eat them. Snack attack. Snack attack. Yeah, and so I definitely don't need the M berry to improve my <laughs> what my always, taste buds. What does Mariah always call me? She's got a nickname for me with snacks. Sir, sir snacks a lot snack yeah snack time or something i forget what number nine is a dishwasher <laughs> sir snacks a lot <laughs> wait did we just figure out an episode title Sean? <laughs> <laughs> um so uh dishwasher now two things about the dishwasher ryan mm. i did not grow up with a dishwasher i, mm-hmm. I doubt you did yeah no. uh, and and so i'm not used to having a dishwasher so i just forget about it and it takes up space i don't need but more important uh, after reading Healthy Gut, Healthy You, children who do not have dishwashers grow up to have healthier guts mm-hmm. overall. Now, that will be destroyed if you take antibiotics for 13 years. Yeah. But, but if you wash your dishes with a sponge, you get more healthy bacteria on your plates and cups, and it helps your significantly improves your gut microbiome ah, as a result. Snack Brigade, that's what she always says. I just remembered. <laughs> I like that. That could be Ryan's new podcast. Snack Brigade. He's got, he's got two podcasts coming out, Nicodemus at Night and, <laughs> and the snack, for, snack Brigade with Ryan Nicodemus <laughs> and guests. <laughs> oh shoot all right he, what re- else? he reviews different snacks each week <laughs> on camera it's an as is that what oh, they call asm where oh, yeah. people make the the noises you know about this yeah, like, yeah yeah oh. yeah <laughs> yeah all right yeah so um we is have- that what the noises you make when you eat snacks <laughs> you don't <laughs> dude you're snacking wrong man <laughs> what's number 10 uh Electric stovetop. I know Bex would really prefer to have a gas stovetop. So, what is the difference? You can control the heat, and it, it really, you can control the heat better with gas. Way better, yeah. And plus, we it, have a gas. So plus, just... it heats way more quickly. Uh, uh, yeah, but it's not that big of a deal for me. But I know it would really improve Bex's life. I and I use the I use the stovetop every day, but I just let it warm up. Number eleven, Ryan. We have really ugly bathrooms, mm. and our aesthetics are really important to me. But and it's not so ugly that it's charming. Like Matt Diavella, he has a fully pink bathroom. Dude, yeah, it's like it's yeah. so ugly that you're like, oh, that's that's kind of cute. It's charming. Go check out the video of him where he did 30 days of cold showers. You can see him in his pink shower, and it's uh, it's absurd. Yeah. But it's so absurd that it's actually it's charming. Number twelve is we have really old blinds in our house, and they're like they get they're hard to maneuver mm. up and down. They kind of break sometimes, and I have to fix mm. them. And so, but it's really expensive to replace them, especially in a place that we're renting. So I just deal with it. So this was on my list of favorite things, but it's also on my list of least favorite things. I think you would agree with me. My patio. Mm. Because 
in LA, patios get dirty God, within man. about six minutes. It's funny, we have like we have the best view of Los Angeles I've ever seen in our place. So I'm like really excited to show it off when people come over. But like <laughs> cheers. But like uh yeah, I have like slippers and flip flops by that door. Uh-huh. Because yeah, like if they go out there and bare feet or in socks, it's just it gets dirt so much dirt like tracks back in yeah. to our house, man. Like it's Mariah, like she'll go out there or I'll go out there and like we'll we'll I'll mop it down and then like a day later it's just like covered, mm-hmm. caked. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I have some patio furniture out there and it's always like I have to wipe it down before I want to sit on it. Yeah. Right. If we have a little a uh, small table out there we can mm-hmm. eat dinner at it, it's the cost of doing business, so to speak. Right. Uh, you realize by having the patio, it's great, but it requires uh, an exorbitant amount of cleaning. One thing I didn't have on my favorite list, I should have. These these mugs are by far my favorite. Not neutral. <laughs> yeah. And they're a piece of art, but they're ergonomic. Like the way I hold it. We 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 first discovered these, Ryan. We were on our first tour, Matchstick Coffee in Vancouver, which mm. is still one of my ten favorite coffee shops of all time. They still around. Yeah. Cool. In fact, I think they have more than one location now. Nice. Yeah, they're definitely. Yeah, they they have a good, good coffee they're, selection. Good roast. So good. good roaster. Yeah. And I felt these, and I was like, "Where do I get this? Like, this is my. It's a piece of art. This is. It's the most beautiful coffee. In fact, all of our equipment here. Jordan, if you want to pan down and show the the it's patrons so here, dude. If this is my podcast, I would just have Mason Jar sitting on the table. <laughs> 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 and uh, all of it's gorgeous to me and it, because of my OCD but also it just it calms me to have things that are functional and beautiful mm. I don't want things that aren't functional like if they did if these things didn't serve a purpose I'd prefer we didn't have them at all yeah right sure but because we use them this carafe for the water the the coffee um, carafe the water glasses we use these things and they're also beautiful. Mm-hmm. Rob Bell has a whole thing about our things being beautiful and how it relates back to nature. And mm-hmm. there's a reason that flowers are that are beautiful. It's part of their function. It's to attract bees. They attract bees. Yeah. They they don't attra- they don't they didn't become beautiful because bees are attracted to them. Mm. They had to become beautiful so they would attract bees so they could spread. Now, maybe that's also... I never thought about this, Ron, but maybe that's a metaphor. Hmm. Some things we get so caught up in the beauty of it that we feel like we have to buy more of it mm. to spread, and it becomes consumerism. Yeah. We have to be really careful of that, consuming something just for beauty. But if I truly need something, I do want it to have uh, an aesthetic pleasure for me as well. A few other things on my least favorite list. Our AC does not work very well in our unit. Mm. We had it fixed for a while, and then it didn't fix, and so now I just sweat all over Bex at night. <laughs> I mean, I am a sweat puddle in the middle of the night. I, it's it's amazing that she tolerates it. And last but not least is our fireplace, which Bex thought was fake for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> and Does it work? It absolutely works, oh. but I have never used it. It's a real fireplace. Yeah. We're in an apartment building. It's uh, the building was built, I think, in '63. So mm-hmm. I think you could build fireplaces back then, or probably grandfathered in. Mm-hmm. But two things: one is I'm not going to burn wood in my house. That's one of the worst things you could do is burn wood in your house. It is. Look at the science. If you go to a city or a town um, with with majority wood burning stoves, the infant mortality rate 
in the households that don't even have wood burning stove go goes up exponentially. Yeah, it's worse than smoking. It is worse than smoking. Yeah. In fact, it's like smoking a carton of cigarettes having a wood burning stove. But it's so comforting. I know. Um, but it's also deadly, and it's a really bad thing to do. But also, we're in a apartment building that we could burn down if we were irresponsible. I don't want to burn down our entire building, Ryan. I think that would be that'd be Not a problem. Good. My my uh, cousin, her place just burnt down a few weeks ago because of fireplace. Really? Yeah, like it's it was so dangerous. Man. Yeah, it got it got caught on fire in the chimney. Like they lost everything, man. I mean, they yeah. Let me say this, Ryan. It's such a privilege to have some things that we dislike, and and Amen. being able to say like. These are still things that we get some value from as a family, mm-hmm. and I might not like it, but wow, like I'm I'm privileged to be able to own, own these things, and I'm I'm grateful for that, and uh, it puts it in perspective. Like wow, uh, I get to own some stuff that I dislike. Yeah, I also get to get rid of a lot of things that I dislike. Yeah, Chris uh, from Twitter asks, you guys speak about a lot of value, uh, a lot about value as being an overarching thing that determines what you keep or appreciate. How do you determine this value since it seems so subjective? It is subjective. Do you use a formula? I use the quadratic formula, right? Because <laughs> you're, you're so awesome. What about objects that have sporadic slash intermittent purposes? Think about hobbies that you have. Yeah, I mean, it's Chris, va- adding value is, you know, does it serve a purpose or does it bring you joy? And it is subjective. And hopefully it's but, both. But, that's the best thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. But that's why that, um, that question is so important is because you know, asking yourself what adds value that allows you to look at it subjectively Mm -hmm. and it allows you to determine for yourself what truly does serve a purpose or brings you joy. Uh, it is, it is a very, uh, I don't want to say an ambiguous thing, I guess subjective. That's probably the best descriptor of it. It Absolutely. is subjective and, and it's subjective from your current self versus your past self versus versus Mm -hmm. your future self. That subjectiveness changes over time. Yeah. And and so notice that it becomes fluid in a way. Mm-hmm. Matthew from Facebook asked... Well, hold on, hold on. I was going to say, too, sometimes there's something, something that does add value, though. Like, think about uh, Facebook, right? Like, you you can get about... Mariah and I were having this conversation yesterday. You can get about 10% value from Facebook. Uh, she's, like, laughing at these, like, cat videos. Oh, look how cute this is. And, you know, she's like, oh, I didn't realize this event was going on. But then there's 90% of, you know, she had a friend who, like, posted this picture. <laughs> like, this before and after picture. I've lost 20 pounds. It was just, like, a picture of their face. And, and I mean, like, and there was no difference in the pictures. It was just, like, this attempt of, like, please give me attention. Uh-huh. You know, and it's so, it's, like, some things that do add value, they also... Uh, they also can take away from yeah, your life. So determining, you know, what the net what the net is, like that's kind of important. We call that imaginary value. Mm-hmm. When you when you list out your values. By the way, if you if you haven't listed out your values, go to minimalwellness.com slash values. Uh, Rebecca has a whole like values checklist on how you can set up your own values and you can determine what are your imaginary values or or really what are the obstacles because mm-hmm. Facebook then at that point becomes an obstacle for you. It's an imaginary value. Matthew from Facebook says, what are your favorite cell phone apps? None of them. What am I, 16 years old? I freaking hate, I, dude, I really hate my cell phone, man. It's like like my aura ring, for yeah. example. Like the, I'll look at that, I'll get up, start making coffee in the morning and I'll let it sync with the aura ring app. And I really like it in my sleep data, uh-huh. but like the cell phone is such a, um, it's it's uh, it's just very easy for me to use it, man. Like I've what I've been doing recently is I've been putting it in my room on the on the charger, uh-huh. so I'm not tempted to look at it. But like 
Yeah. Mariah and I'll be sitting there watching a movie and like when it lulls, I'm like I that I can feel it in my brain, dude, like the dopamine leaving. It's the, the movie's lulling and like instantly I'm like, Oh, I can reach for my cell phone to get that dopamine hit. Right. And sometimes I find myself doing it like, what am I doing? I'm just checking news for no reason. Like, n- news. I don't need this. In fact, yeah. it's distracting me. Yeah. And so often the things that are imaginary value, they're distractions. I think that's a, a good point to bring mm-hmm. up. And now, Ryan, I've been doing, after we talked to Cal about the, the four-year experiment, or if you're a rich, foyer experiment, <laughs> 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 I think there actually is. Maybe, maybe let us know in, whenever you're commenting on the Patreon episode here. Let us know if there's a difference between a four-year and a foyer. Uh, send us a link. Is there a difference think, between a moleskin and a moleskine? Uh, no, <laughs> those are the same thing. But oh. like, I think at one point, uh, the a vase and a vase, like a vase was over 14 inches and a vase was under, four, like, or vice versa. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize now, that. Now, I think that has become obsolete and we just use the terms interchangeably now. But yeah. I think there was a point where we used it to actually, it was a descriptor at one point because vases were far more important, important at one point in time. Um, now, now, Ryan, the apps, uh, it's funny you mentioned that about disliking your phone. Maybe we set a, a potential goal. Let's, uh, let's, let's table this. Let's think about it. And we'll have more discussions maybe on the Patreon podcast. Yeah. And maybe, just maybe, we'll get uh, patrons in on an experiment together. Yeah. In the year 2021. Yeah. In a place far, far away. Two years from now, yeah. Yeah, two years from now. Yeah. What if we got rid of our cell phones for the year? <clears throat> uh, yeah, dude. I, what? I'm, I'm yeah. just saying what if. I'm not saying we answer that right now, but what would be the pros? I've, yeah. What would be the cons? The thing that has prevented me from getting rid of it. Uh-huh. Uh, or actually not even that, but like going to a dumb phone, mm-hmm. just going to a regular flip phone is I would much rather text than have a phone call mm-hmm. and like th- texting on a flip phone, the predictive T9 text. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. It's just a pain in the but butt, what, man. What, so that's like the one phone, thing that's holding me back. I'm not saying get a dumb phone. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, what if we got rid of our phones altogether for a year? You just do landlines. You couldn't text. You would do a landline. Yeah. Um, Let me think about it. I, yeah. Maybe you don't do a landline. Maybe we just get a phone here at the office and yeah. we have, sep- for one, for Ryan Nicodemus, press one. <laughs> <laughs> or you get a call system. Or you could, you do Google, uh, what's it called? Google Voice? Yeah. You could port your number over to Google Voice. You yeah. can get voicemails there. Yeah. You can return the phone calls on Google Voice and you can res- you can text. The, I think, is, is that right, Sean? You know more, a lot more about Google than I do. You can text I think Google from Voice. your phone number with Google Voice. Oh, that might that actually gives me motivation to get rid of my smartphone. I gotta think about that. Yeah, it's it's a good, good it's, thing it's to think about. It's something worth thinking let's, let's about. Think about it. What are the pros? What are the cons? Let's think and what about are it. your favorite cell phone apps? I don't have favorites. I I have a few that are useful. Uh, yeah, like the Suvi app. Like you have to use it to cook. Right. So like I use that a lot. The, the, the bank app that I have. Like, but that's again, it's, it's useful, right? Yeah, it's not like uh, a LifeLock, so you can't steal my identity, right. but. I, I, if I didn't have a, a smartphone, I would get by without those things. Right. The sous vide might be a little bit weird. You'd have to figure that out. I mean, yeah. Mariah might have a phone. Or Don't think it works with that. Uh, we could put it on like a like on an iPad or... Right. Yeah, I don't you know, You can figure man. something out, I'm sure. Yeah, but there are like the Aura Ring data, though. Like you, you have to iPad, have the app. You can, have, you, can have, you can do something, I'm sure. Yeah. You can have a website you can log into, something. Something. Yeah, anyway. Um, last question here from Trisha. Do you have regrets over getting rid of something? Maybe in haste, just wanting to clear space. Have you ever pitched an item that couldn't be replaced? 
and you think about it later. So Mariah and I moved from a two bedroom to a one bedroom. We got rid of our bed. We gave it to Podcast Sean. Uh -huh. He was sleeping on the floor. <laughs> Minimalist. He was not sleeping on the floor. But uh, but yeah, we gave him our, our bed in that second bedroom. And now we're going to move places and we're trying to get back to a two bedroom. And I'm like, oh crap, man, we got rid of that bed. And Mariah's like... She's like, why do we need a second bed? We have an air mattress. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. So, I mean, I guess I, I do have these twinges where I'm like, oh, man, I got rid of that one thing. And, you know, a year later, now I need it. But it's like, mm -hmm. I can live without it. I don't ever really have, like, major regrets over getting rid of any one particular item. I've never had a regret over getting rid of a particular item. Mm -hmm. um, there, are, there are items, much like you, where I'm like, you know what? I don't even remember getting rid of that. Yeah. Like, I went to go wear this shirt the other day and I didn't have it anymore because it didn't fit my 99 year old. But guess what? I still wore a shirt that day. Yeah. And it was fine. I didn't even think of it after the fact. Yeah. So, no, I think if, if we have regrets, it's a signal of something else and we need to work on letting go of some of those regrets. Well, I think the key, too, to letting go, uh, you know, when you practice simplicity, you get better at letting things go. You get it's better. A muscle. Yeah, you get better of knowing. Uh, when you are actually going to use something and uh, when you're not. So, I'd, like, there was one guy, and I think he was just messing with us, but I think it was, like, Birmingham 2014. He was like, man, you know, I've been into the minimalism thing, but I got rid of a lot of, you know, most of my stuff, and now I find around, uh, find myself walking around. I'm like, oh, man, what happened to that hammer? What happened to this? What happened to that? I got rid of a lot of stuff that I realized I needed, and it's like... Oh, you weren't being intentional about the stuff you right, got rid of. Right, ex exactly. So, I mean, and that's kind of at the terminus if you're getting rid of stuff, you know, wrong. But if you're that's doing That's not it, minimalism. You, there's actual term for this. You know about it? Mm -mm. So, it's, it's called Spartanism. Ah. And it's, uh, it's oh, on yeah, the, it's on the OCD spectrum, right? Ah. So, we think of the... We think of it... One terminus is hoarding. You see the show Hoarders. Mm -hmm. But the other side of hoarders aren't minimalists, Ryan. There's the Spartans. Ah. Where, this wh is Sparta! <laughs> wrong, wrong, yes, Spartan. wrong Spartans. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but what when people like can't stop getting rid of stuff, mm. it's the same thing as can't stop consuming or hoarding stuff. Interesting. It's the same problem manifesting differently. Yeah. Minimalism is about keeping the things intentionally and letting go of the things intentionally. And right. guess what? It's harder than hoarding. It's harder than Spartanism because you actually have to ask some difficult questions. Yeah. Before we finish this, Ryan, I want to show folks this. Actually, if you're watching the video version, I don't know if we can put it up because of YouTube uh, um, constraints, but we'll put a link to this. It's called the uh, Diderot Effect. I don't know, did you take a look at this video? If not, I'll show it to you, Ryan. I did not. It's called Why New Things Make Us Sad. Mm. And it really goes into psychology about how getting things often leads to wanting more things and how it makes us sad, but also talks about why the things that we consume don't fill the void mm. and also some of the history behind that it's a i think it's maybe a four minute video but it's definitely worth listening to if you're listening to the audio version of this you'll be able to hear we'll do the audio version or we'll put a link to the video for everyone so you can check it out it's called the diderot effect and then we'll, after that we'll let uh peter doran play us out at the end of this all right y'all love people use things we'll see you next time thanks for listening y'all In 1769, in Paris, a French philosopher wrote an essay about an unusual experience. His name was Denis Diderot, most famous for his role in compiling one of the first modern encyclopedias. In the essay, he describes how he'd come into possession of a new, luxurious red dressing gown. But rather than make him happy, it made him miserable. 
and the cause of that unhappiness is still being examined by psychologists and marketing professionals some 250 years later. The reason Diderot's new dressing gown was making him unhappy was that its beauty and luxury clashed with his other much shabbier possessions. Now all is discord, he wrote. The overall effect is lost. There's no longer any unity or beauty. This need for unity left him with a desire to upgrade his stuff so that it matched the luxury of his new dressing gown. Soon there was a new tapestry, new paintings, new prints, a new chair, a moir, a mirror, a new bureau, an expensive clock. Soon his whole apartment was completely transformed. As Diderot described it, the imperious dressing gown had imposed her new harmony upon his home. In 1988, anthropologist Grant McCracken coined the term Diderot effect to describe this desire for unity and how it shapes what we buy. At that time, many economists saw consumer goods in isolation, each one owned just for its function and utility, and therefore easily replaced if a cheaper or better version came along. McCracken argued differently. Rather than looking at possessions individually, he argued that things we own reflect our identity and place in society, and for this reason often belong in sets held together by the force of the Diderot effect. So, a banker buys a Rolex to go with his BMW and bottle of Bollinger, or a hipster buys a graphic tee and beard oil to go with his overpriced and underfunctioning bicycle. Now, sometimes the Diderot effect stops a consumer buying something, even if it's useful and a good price because it doesn't fit with the set of goods that person already owns. But at other times, the appearance of something new, what McCracken calls a departure good, can lead to the runner consumption that Diderot observed with his dressing gown, each new purchase made to match the qualities of that new item. Now, Diderot may have observed this effect a long time ago, but even today his insights on why we buy are still used by one group of people, those who sell us stuff. For example, look at Apple. For many, the purchase of the iPhone was a departure good that led, via the Diderot effect, to them buying other Apple products, seeking the unity and beauty that would come with them having the complete set. This is also why it helps IKEA to put its products in branded groups. You come in to replace a chest of drawers, but the Diderot effect tempts you to get the bed, wardrobe, dressing table and hat stand that seem to belong with it. The way things are laid out in stores works in a similar way. Each of these rooms is filled with items that go with the others, and together represent a whole new identity or lifestyle. If you can be tempted by one element of the set, the Diderot effect means a whole run of new purchases are likely to follow. In all these cases, marketers are taking advantage of the Diderot effect, each new purchase exerting a force on our other possessions, constantly pushing us to upgrade our stuff. Other writers looking at the Diderot effect, like Juliet Shaw in The Overspent American, have argued there is a cruelty to this never-ending escalator of desire. She argues often we're buying something because of a symbolic fantasy attached to it. In Diderot's case, perhaps he hoped that with the dressing gown would come the economic security of those who owned luxurious items just like it. Yet, Shaw argues, when we get the product, we don't get the thing that was promised to come with it. And this was true for Diderot, who despite getting the new gown wasn't rich. Perversely, he felt more free in his old gown, which he was more comfortable using to wipe dust from books or clean his pen nibs. As he wrote, I was absolute master of my old dressing gown, but I had become slave to my new one. His new gown had promised security and freedom, but in the end it trapped him. So, when you're shopping, imagining the life that will accompany the new and luxurious phone, chest of drawers or dressing gown, 
Try not to forget the benefits of the old and shabby. Every little thing you think that you need Every little thing you think that you need Every little thing that's just feeding your greed Oh, I bet that you'd be fine without it Every little thing that you gotta have Every little thing that you gotta have You gotta reach for and you gotta grab Oh, I bet that you'd be fine without it So tear your eyes away Or tear 